when you get to this level, we can make sure we knock you from a $20 million man to putting in the news that people won't hire you no more and your career is done. Yeah. So you're saying it was a setup. Dollars, you can do all of that. You're saying it was a I'm saying that everything that happens in a business that's based off of pretend that seems like a setup is. is, 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 is. And that is his take on the slap. We'll be back in just a few seconds. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Carry champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment, connected with. In a world we're vulnerable, considered weak. Come and remove the veil from entertainment's elite. It's the difference between what is real and what the public sees. So here's your favorite celebrities behind the scenes. It's refreshing, authentic, the whole story specific. Life altering events to shape the person that you hear. We got a champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. It's the greatest in sports and entertainment connected with us. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment connected with Hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of Naked. Um, so this week I've been been having all these different conversations about um, what is our responsibility as Black folks and what is our responsibility uh, as a culture, as a country, what's our responsibility as a human being, right? All of the heavy conversations I've been having. And oftentimes when I have these heavy conversations, I find comedy helps me, meaning I listen to certain comedians. I listen to certain comedy specials. I I look for laughs in the sadness. I look for laughs to make sense of what's going on in our our world. And if you follow this podcast, you know I talk about this often. So the other night, Cat Williams, World War Three, his Netflix special is out, and I'm watching it and I'm laughing because Cat Williams' humor, much like. 
um, a couple of other comedians that I enjoy. It's very cerebral. It makes you think you're like, wait, what does that mean? Explain that to me. Um, and there were a lot of funny, <laughs> there were a lot of, a lot of funny moments. It was a good special. It really was. But then I get a call and I'm, and they're like, Hey, Kat is doing press. I'm like, great. Can he come on the podcast? And he is. That is our guest. We have Cat Williams. Specials drops at midnight, I believe, midnight going into Thursday. He's on the podcast Thursday, the day, and we're giving it to you right now. And he didn't hold back. Like, it is special. We talk about what he does for a living, how he how he gathers his content, the process of doing what he does, and how he's really truly a boss in this business. It's interesting because everyone's claiming to have money and be this and be that, but he's doing it. He owns everything. His relationships with certain people, i.e. Prince, we talk about that and how influential he was in Prince's life. He told me about his relationship with Steph Curry in the NBA and what he shared with Steph about just shooting from the logo, like just let it loose because they ain't going to set up the defense. They're not going to be ready. He is surprising, smart, intelligent, probably think, uh, uh, yes, most definitely a deep thinker. Uh, and oftentimes you'll hear, I'll say, explain that. What do you mean? Because it's truly so um, ahead of what I'm thinking. I want to make sure we're on the same wavelength. And then we get into Will Smith and the slap with Chris Rock. And what he says about Chris Rock was a little jarring to me. True but jarring so pay attention to that like literally pay attention to that he talks about what a hero jada pinkett smith is i repeat that woman deserves to be respected i'm tired of people slandering her saying she did will wrong and what she did was will's she made will slap that man nah man nah 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 y'all don't understand even how the game works that's not how she moved and that's not what she did i need y'all to pay attention to that uh and last but not least, and there's still more, Cat Williams is a solid human. I'm not an artist, nor am I a comedian in that respect. I'm an artist in my own way. But I think people who think differently and who have different thoughts and who are bold in speaking their truth are often, are often shunned by a community of people who want the status quo to remain because you don't want to upset the apple cart. You want to keep it don't be out here be a free thinker. Y'all here thinking for free? Y'all out here coming up with ideas? Especially if you're Black. Stand down, please. Follow the system that says y'all don't matter. And then we'll pick a few of y'all to matter and be happy with the few that we allow into the world to matter. <laughs> so his Netflix special, up, ready, rolling right now. Watch it. Either watch it before you listen to the podcast or after you listen to the podcast. But when you watch it, this podcast will then click for you. Cat Williams is naked. Um, so, so the podcast is, without even explaining what the podcast is, but explaining what it is, I just interview people that I'm a huge fan of and I think that have amazing things going on in their life. And I've been a fan of yours for a very long time. Um, so thank you for doing this. I do appreciate it. I really do. I only accept interviews by people that I respect and I am a fan of their work and the fact of how they ask people questions. I don't get 
pay for any of it and I don't have anybody that's in charge of me doing things to sell products. So I have conversations with those who I am honored to have a conversation with. And there's only two, uh, two of the greatest things from Pasadena. Hey. Pamela Jones and Gary Chandler. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I receive it. I receive it. Thank you. Well, now that yeah. we know we're mutual fans, I, I watched the special last night and then I woke up this morning and I saw you were trending and I'm sure you knew all that would happen. I, the first thing that I must ask you is pretty, pretty obvious, but why did you call it W W3? I write these hour-long sets an hour, I mean, a, a year before they're going to be filmed. So the risk on my side of things is I have to write a conversation and then have this conversation still be true, valid, current, and relevant nine and a half months after I originally write it. Um, that means I have to know that World War Three is coming in order to trademark the name and to write a special called that and have in mind to have these conversations. Um, it, when you do things like that, there's a chance that, that you're going to be successful and a chance that it won't connect. There's a lot of different variables at play. Um, but um, the titles of the specials are based upon the feeling attached to them. So in Pimp Chronicles, there aren't any pimp jokes or any lady of the evening jokes or any jokes about um, prostitution. It, it's just you are chronicling something. So World War Three is because that was the time that it was going to happen. It was destined to happen. It says it in everybody's religious books. It um, says it everywhere that it could say it. And time is circular. So we can read what happened and what led up to World War One enough to know that between World War One and World War Two, we know exactly what environments and settings have to be involved in the world for one of these things to kick off. And that's just where we are. Comedically, it means it's um, crossroad period. Um, and personally, for all of us with COVID and the pandemic, it meant that the world was going through some things right now that we couldn't really look through history and see something like this happening. So anytime something new is coming, this is a critical part of evolution and you have to document those. Comedically, I do those with comedy specials, and yeah, that's the twelfth one. It is. Congratulations, by the way. I th I think it is. I read, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. It's the second one for Netflix. It's your twelfth one, but the second one for Netflix. Is that accurate? Okay. So how it works is for the first ten specials, I funded the specials, wrote the specials, paid for the specials to be shot and directed and produced and edited and i own all of them um this was the first time that i had to be um, partnered with netflix and the producers that they used and i had to be collaborative um to put out a collaborative effort it was the second time that we did that yes how does it 
What's the different process? I would think that you would have more freedom creatively when you don't have to partner. How was that working relationship? I'm curious after everything that happened with Dave Chappelle, were they, and I know you filmed it a year before, but I'm curious about their freedom and, and letting you have all the license you want to say and do. Um, okay, it's a weird situation because um, I've never been given creative license. I am the 100% owner of all things Cat Williams. I own all my masters, all my specials. I've not been sponsored or nobody put me on tour, put me under their wing. I'm not the process of a holding deal. Um, n- none of that. I. This is all done by us our team only so you can't give me creative control i had that when you met me yeah um so 11 times i was able to do a special where we were just able to do a special good enough for you to put on the network this meant that in my pursuit of trying to do the best special I possibly could, that I took some of the responsibility and handed that off to others, Mm. trusting how they would do it. Um, So even if I was terribly disappointed with how it went or turned out, I wouldn't badmouth it because we all in our life have been in a relationship and we know that no relationship is perfect. And um, all days are come see, come saw in real relationships. When it's good, it's great. When it's bad, we're working on it. That's how that goes in any relationship. So um, this is no different. Um, even people in real relationships right now can think back to when they were single and what they might be doing with their schedule would be like if I was single and didn't have these In the kids. streets. In but- the streets. <laughs> in the streets. Right. In the streets. Right. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> My, my my job is to do things I haven't done before and to continuously to be striving to be better. Um, so if you were to tell me that my last foray was a 100% strikeout, I wouldn't take anything bad from it. I understand that I'm the league leader in strikeouts. I just understand that I'm also the league leader in home runs. Hey. If you understand if those go yeah. together, yeah. then you will understand why I'm where I'm at. Listen, the 12 times yes. I've taken this risk, you know, and it's a risk at, in our lane as a comedian. You're not guaranteed to be funny because you think you are. The customer is always right. So that's that's how we do business. It's the I said this before to any time I've ever interviewed anybody, any comedian I've ever talked to. It's the hardest job. Uh, I don't like I don't like when I go and I and I, you know, if the audience is sometimes the audience is whack. It just is. In this case, last night I'm watching and I'm laughing because you come right off the back about everything's a lie. They've been lying to us. So. I was, as is everyone having this conversation. I think you probably were more aware than most of us to to talk about it. But within the last two years, you cannot deny that we don't trust anything. Misinformation is at an all-time high. And if you are slightly aware of what is happening in this country, you know they're lying. You can't believe it. So you start off with this, and in my mind, I'm like, it's genius. You wrote that a year ago, but that is exactly how we feel. And we have seen... Yeah. This country, we've seen these politicians, whoever leaders are. Everybody's a liar. Everybody's lying. They tell you when you did the (laughs) 
the shortage. Well, we never accepted that they could lie. We thought yeah. that certain jobs meant you had to tell the truth. Mm-mm. We thought that there were certain jobs that meant you were a truth teller. We now see that there are no jobs like that. Being Ever. a judge, being a politician, being a police officer, there is no thing you can be that guarantees your righteousness and your willingness to do for others above yourself. And so we're all people in this and we, we have to have these conversations. And um, yeah, I, I, that that's the part. It, yeah. It's the hardest job in the world. I could agree with you, but in, in reality it's not really, it's the most blessed job possible. Mm. Well, if being an analyst or a sports commentator is a dream job for the world, this is even better than that. At that, you're being forced to criticize because that's part of the process is being critical. This is your ability. You don't have to do any of that. You can do it exactly how it's best for you and the audience that um, is being uplifted by you. So, yeah, it's a... It, it's hard, but it is so rewarding and it's such a wonderful relationship to be in between comedian and the audience that really? is involved with that. Oh, my goodness. Like, understand, I've literally been in this conversation with this group since 1995. And every time I just come out with, hey, this is how I feel and this is what's going on and this is how I see and to have a relationship where there's been great communication for 20 years. Who, who could say that? Well, like, you it, it's like, impossible. Is- it's impossible to have a great relationship for 20 years. That's impossible. People change and don't like that's you what I'm saying. it's impossible so that you're doing right. something that's rare right and i'm saying so however it goes like I, I i can't cry about a missed shot because i didn't allow myself to get as excited as i would have been about the made shot like this is not about highs or lows this is the search for balance at all times so even as an artist, you have to understand that our job is just to put out the work. Correct. The content. You, it's interesting because I believe comedians are the great observers of the world. Like you observe the world and whatever your lens is. And and I read in our research that you had met Prince at a young age and you thought he was a higher thinker and that changed the way you you moved. Tell me about that. When you met him and what was it that had that, whatever it is, if it was a genesee quoi, whatever you understood, how he connected with you, how did that change for you? How did that change you? I've really just had a, a really blessed existence. Like I've been blessed to know life um, changing people. Um, John Witherspoon and Heavy D and Charlie Murphy. And there's just a cavalcade of, people that I've been blessed to be able to know and knew at an early age. Prince was the first famous person that I met um, in my lifetime. And I didn't understand, I didn't know him or his music or any of that, but um, he taught me the um, link between what you do as art and the preservation of your actual self. 
So the fact that he was able to do complete works for others while still working on his own complete works, the fact that he was doing Morris Day in the time, Vanity, Apollonia, and his, all that, the, the fact that regardless of whether you liked how he looked in his hair or dress or posture or presentation, you had to agree that you had not seen it before and you had never seen it done the way he was doing it. And he held himself to the type of standard that you pay people for. You pay people to hold you to a standard where you can be a professional in all ways, shapes and forms. I watched the guy go for 10 years partying. I watched him 10 years not drinking Mm. or doing nothing, no caffeine. I watched him be a Jehovah Witness. I watched I watched all of the different things. Um, He shared all of that with me and he was just a brilliant thinker and a person who really understood um, the value of women on the planet and the value of the feminine. And he um, understood that if your mother is a woman and your father is a man, you're mixed. Okay, I got to go back. You called him a brilliant thinker. What makes him subjectively, because it's your opinion, but people definitely agree with you. What makes him a brilliant thinker? How does he see the world differently from anyone else? How does he value women, as you mentioned, more so okay. than anyone That's else? That's separate. Okay. That's separate. But but the first part of it is um, all of his moves were planned out 10 years in advance mm. at all times. I knew him from when he was, when I was 12 to um, when he ascended. So... That was our discussion. Our friendship was based upon the fact that there were three or four things that he really valued my opinion on. And there were 10 things that I I valued his opinion on everything. But there were certain things that he trusted my opinion on. Um, And so that was always a connection between ours is Prince never believed um, that anybody owned information or knowledge. And so if he needed to know something, he just wanted to know whoever was the smartest person about that. He always just wanted to meet who was the best. If he was looking for a girlfriend, he didn't care who she was. He cared if he thought she was the most beautiful woman on the planet. And that's who he wanted. And he was able to let that fluctuate he he appreciated and valued the arts you can't play 26 instruments and not be above the rest of us in thinking process whoa okay so true artist and you're right about what he saw his stories are legendary and i think whenever i meet someone who knew him in an intimate way i'm always fascinated i have I am fascinated by the group of people in which he decided to commune with. He gave an audience to and he enjoyed. I am not surprised that you are, you guys were close friends. It makes sense on how he moved. And he moved so stealth. Like, it wasn't loud. It was really quiet. It was the opposite of someone as famous as he is. Yeah. And and every single thing, when you found out about it, it was already done. Done. He's like, I've been there. And 
he and I will work on things for four years and then they just wouldn't happen. But we would know why they didn't happen. It, I'm the one that met, that had him start selling his albums himself because as a comedian, I put out an album and I got the distribution and paid for that and had the barcodes on all of my music. And I gave a copy to everybody who bought my tickets for the tour. And so I sold two million copies of the record and was on Billboard. And when he found out, he was like, how is that even possible? You don't even have a record deal. And I showed him how it happened. And that's why he refused to ever sell that music through anybody other than himself after that. Is that what so he changed his I've name to Symbol? Is that you? Are you telling me? No, when he- this, no, this is this is when he's doing crystal ball. Okay. And now he's only selling things through MPG and he's not letting his music be sold by a record label or company or entity. Wait, so yeah. you're very instrumental in how he's moving his music in society. He asked you how you did it and he followed the plan. Uh, I am instrumental in all the relationships that I'm in and hey. all the relationships that I'm in. Those people are instrumental in myself. I told Steph Curry to shoot from out there because he had the ability because I was paying him $5,000 for celebrity basketball games. And I'm telling him, do you understand that they don't even set the defense until you get to the three point line? Uh So if you will agree to shoot before you get there, they don't even have a defense to set up. You'll just be the greatest shooter that ever lived. I told Tyron Lou to go into teaching. I have, I'm blessed to have had relationships where I'm able to be valuable and I'm useful because of a certain skill set. Like we all trust the doctor because he went to school eight years more than us. <laughs> but if he's in the kitchen, he needs to shut up in the kitchen. He's not a chef on the plane. He has to shut up. He's not the pilot. You, you, a doctor is only good in the hospital scenario. Um, so, you know, we're all just good at what we study. And um, I just have studied people for 40 years. So you, having said that, I'm thinking about the special, especially from last night. And there are things yeah. that I'm like, oh, I have to ask him about this because either it went over my head yeah. or it, it, I, didn't, I didn't know where you were going with it. So a it's like a fax machine. Why is like a fax machine? Um, because when you fuck her, she makes a copy of you. Continue. A fax machine is taking an original image and then making copies of this image. Preserving this image is copy. And if I make 10 of them, at some point, they won't look as close to this, but... This process is a mechanical process. And this this is a process that is existing. And everything is predicated on this. Like there, we live in a society where we get a chance to decide whether women get rights or, or decide how much a woman should decide about her. But everybody on this planet came from a woman. It's the one discussion we cannot be in. Like, correct. If the alien, if the aliens come to this planet and they say, who created everybody on this planet until they meet God, the answer is the woman. 
which is why in everybody's religious books, the woman is the end all be all of all things. Even if it's Adam and Eve or if it says God and the devil got in a fight and Satan got thrown down here. Okay, so Satan and the demons came down to the earth and they could have had anything on the earth, but all they wanted was pussy. Mm. And nobody's book says they wanted anything other than that. There was never any stories of diamonds or gold or oil or anything being valuable to anybody supernatural except women. They saw women made bodies and then had sex with them. And that's all it says. You have to understand the importance of that as a commodity in your world. It's bigger than the act of the enjoyable sex. It's the fact that you come from there. So a society that's having a struggle figuring out who's on top and who's on the bottom and who should have the most rights and who shouldn't, and that, that's a bad recipe. So that joke is about the importance of the vagina. Like we would, uh, we would have to have everybody who has a business that sells eggs or omelets is having to deal with the fact that the cost of eggs is now extraordinary and it used to not be and you were paying you were paying forty dollars for a case and now you're paying a hundred and twenty dollars for a case but you can't raise the price on an omelet because you're already at the maximum price for two scrambled eggs (laughs) and you'd lose your customers pass on you see what i'm saying yes what i'm saying is never never can the most valuable thing be taken for granted amen that's what that joke is it's Amen. The facts machine. Amen. Amen. It That's is fine. it is the most valuable thing. I don't think women even understand yes. that sometimes. You if for you to say that and for me to be a woman and ask you to explain that talks about sometimes how they don't understand the value in that. But once they do, it right. turns it into a whole nother game. Like once you understand its value, it changes everything. But but they've always known the value. That's why they made sure that every woman represented in the Bible was either a whore or a reformed whore. Mm-mm. Tell me about that. Why do you think that was in the Bible? Whore because or in a male-driven society, there's no way that we can let women be uplifted or that's the end Correct. of that discussion. Correct. Correct. And they have to make sure they try, <laughs> try to anyway, keep us down. It it is necessary that it be done. We don't have to get into how many religions don't let women talk. Well, we're in a society right now. You mentioned it very casually, but Roe versus Wade, everything's on the table. If they're if they are overturning Roe versus Wade, that things that aren't allowed to be on the table, they're not even allowed to be on the table. Correct. There isn't a person qualified to take a woman's right on this planet. Correct. There isn't there isn't a woman, there isn't a person that's qualified to call it into question. Only because no one has ever questioned a man's right. Because who would do it? And and if they did, it wouldn't even be if a man could give birth, this would even be a f- question. We wouldn't even be having this conversation. How's a man, man. going to tell me about something he's never done before ever and what it should be and what it shouldn't be? This is crazy. As, it's as crazy. As soon as men are in charge of contraception, that will be the end of civilization because there's not going to be any more. Back. That's the end of that. It is a wrap. So what I'm trying 
what I'm trying to do is not be funny in these specials. I'm trying to have a conversation that's not being had. And I'm really sorry that these conversations are being had by a comedian. I wish, too, that it was a religious leader of some kind having this conversation or somebody's politician talking about this stuff. I'm I'm talking about legalizing weed 10 years before it happens Correct. and going to jail for it in every city and state while having my doctor's prescription. And nobody cares that I'm going to jail. They just assume I must have be doing something to get me there. And they don't even care if I get out because they just assume, I guess he must have paid them off like. It's crazy what we allow in a society that we say is free. Um, Even if we believe that Roe versus Wade was a problem, we vote on everything in this country. We 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 vote on the PTA. We vote at the city council level. When when did anybody vote on this stupid, unpopular thing? No, they they don't. It's not even left. It's it's. It's just because they need to do things that have never been done before. In order to do that, you need to do some stuff that's never been done before. Oftentimes we look for our comedians, I do anyway, to give us a perspective about society that we don't, that we have taken for granted. And I know while there may be humor injected in it, it's always a sobering story of where we are. Like comedians for me, really good ones, really are able to take what's going on in society and say, this is what it is, make it palpable, make it digestible. And so you, you That's do that. That's exactly what the sports commentator does. That's Correct. what the analyst does. They're, Correct. They're, they're not, we at home are already given our opinion about the game as it's happening yeah. in real time. Yeah. What we're missing is the facts and the eloquence, the articulation. This is true. And <laughs> the information and analysis to be able to do it or we would all be doing it at the house. Correct. We're well, at the you... house going, wait a minute. <laughs> that ain't been done since uh... <laughs> the analyst walks us through this Correct. to trust you. That's how you are able to be one of two black women in your lane in the course of 50 years. Right. You accepted are, by so people right. and accepted by people that pay. Like, it's the same thing. Like, we are being trusted because of something. And it's our job to pr- maintain that as much as we can. I didn't want to break away because it's juicy. It's juicy, right? <laughs> we have more with Cat Williams after the break. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment connected with Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion, they girl you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment. Hey everybody! So welcome back. Cat Williams still talking to us. We got we've got this is a juicy podcast. So if you've worked out, you've been driving for a few minutes. It's longer than usual. We didn't break it up into two segments, but it's enough for y'all to listen to over three days and recommend it to y'all friends because Cat keeps it a buck. You do not want to miss this. Here he is. I feel like when you you talk, you there are just there are a handful that have that. Oh, I'm paying attention. What did he say? That is a beautiful thing. What it, I don't know if you view it the way I do. I don't have any pressure being a black woman in sports. I feel like when I first started, it was me just finding my way and trying to make sure that I could get respect in a place where there was no respectability for women, especially black women. Um, and then if you do the work, it eventually pays off. If you do the work, it pays off. I, you know, my rookie season, I do all the work. It pays off. If that was true, no NBA player would play another game until the WNBA players get a real salary. And they wouldn't do, but they won't do that. Men, okay, so, 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 so are you saying that, tell me why you say if that were true. Because clearly it's not. It's not. It's not true. But there are, there are these ideas, right, that women I'm talking about from experience. They don't know. I'm not going to get into that because it's clearly not true. You're right. It's stupid. But when you say something, right, and you make a, and you really bring something that's very sad, but very true. For instance, last night you talk about, we got Weekend at Bernie's. And and every moment you talk about Biden, you're like, he 96, he 97, he 98. And he's not going to answer the questions. He never answers it right. I look at that and it makes me laugh because it's like, this is so true. Yes, I know listening to this man, President Biden, I don't know what he's talking about. He forgets thoughts. He's saying the wrong thing. Everyone says, and his camp says he's lucid and aware. He is not. What are our options when we're sitting there watching this man talk? We don't have our options. I'm, I, I look at the way you described our country last night and I'm like, we're f- correct. Like, I'm, <laughs> like we're, f- we got a 99 year old man 
And and I don't see anybody who could beat Trump. And so you make this joke. And I'm wondering if it's really resonating with the people that I think it should resonate with. Your audience should be up in arms about this, even though we're laughing and joking about it. We should not be distracted. Right. But they are professionals that have propaganda on both sides. And so that's how it's done. So the reason the joke is set up that way is because um, if I say something complimentary about Joe Biden, that makes me on the left. And if I say something against Joe Biden, that will make me on the right. My job is neither. My job as a public official is to be in the middle. What I'm saying is as ridiculous as what we just experienced, is this not equally? Equally so ridiculous. <laughs> right. See, the thing about Weekend at Bernie's is not the fact if the movie is an old reference. But if you know the reference, you understand that the man who is Bernie is deceased. You're looking at his movements as if this is a real creature. This is not. He is propped up and supported by this agenda. And this agenda is who you see. Answering the questions, making the moves and the decisions that this is a puppetary figure. And so I, as a comedian, have to go the opposite way. Now, yes, I hope that you get it on either side, that it's this system. We don't we have a system. We would never let um, a retired basketball player um, win MVP for the league. You didn't Ever. play. You're not right. You're, he didn't play. No, no. He's, right. You're, you're not old. You're not right. So the fact that this is the only place that we decide that we're going to hire the elderly is not. Um, the way that anyone does business anywhere in the country. If you can show me the 70-year-old CEO of a Fortune 500 company, then I'll have a conversation. The United States is the top of that. So it doesn't do us any more service to have someone who is negligent than it did for us to have an erratic maniac in there. Say that again. There's still no accountability. Say that again. My job is I'm trying to take a terrible, unpleasant, un, unlikable position and say it. Hope it's funny. But if it gets discussed and it's not funny, I'll win. If it's funny and don't get discussed, I win. But what I really want is this conversation is supposed to be happening about all of this. So that's that's what I the experience I've tried to make my stand up into. But it requires me not to be on a side, essentially. That's hard to do because I feel like all of us are subjective and we all have our own unconscious bias and our regular bold ass bias. So to be able to talk about yeah. either side is that's tough to do. And try to be neutral, right, because that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm not. I'm, I've, I've given yeah. that up. I'm, I, I am. No, no. No, you are neutral. Um, you I are love my biased. Lakers. Um, I love my Lakers. You're biased. Oh, ma'am, you're biased to champions. Yes, exactly. I only want to win. <laughs> you only care about those that win or are in the pursuit of winning. Um, that There is that bias, but that doesn't 
affect how you do business. No. And we don't pick up bias from you. Um, we, we, we have the expectation for everybody on the news that they're being unbiased. Sure. But we can tell that they're not. We yep. understand they're just reading the teleprompter. Correct. You got that. If you think it, never in our life have we seen somebody get charged with a crime and then see that crime get lessened for them. For sure. We watched a guy with a gun and a knife tackle Dave Chappelle live while assaulting them. That's already a felony in California for the fake gun, a felony for the knife, then a, a felony for the assault. We watched three felonies get turned into a misdemeanor. Because we're trying to make it where it's okay for people to respond if they don't like something. And That's how the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing happens. Mm-hmm. That's how I get a gun put on me for telling a joke and that guy doesn't go to jail and nothing happens and there's no hubbub. Things things are changing at all times. And so we have to understand that and make our moves accordingly. I must ask, because we are talking about it. I remember after the Will Smith slap incident in Chris Rock, I mean, after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, uh, comedians were like, it's crazy. Y'all don't understand how tough it is for us out here. This is ridiculous. This happens all the time. I remember not feeling like I was aware of comedians' lives being threatened or in danger. So you just say you had a gun put to your head. We watch what happens with um, Dave Chappelle and the guy rushes the stage got his ass beat rightfully so no is, getting your ass beat has never given you leniency with the law if ever. I robbed the bank and while in the process of me robbing the bank I dropped the gun and everybody in the bank whoops my ass does that lessen my charge no you know no you going to jail you did what you it don't matter yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Those things happen. Those things happen when somebody benefits from those things happening. And that's the only time you see those things happen. And they can tell you whatever story they want to. They tell you a story where, well, the police asked, did anybody want them to be arrested? And they didn't know. And then the police asked the victim and uh, he said no. And so then the police just didn't arrest him. Is that how the police work? Have we ever heard of anything no. like that in no. our lifetime? Of course not. No. So, <laughs> so Will Smith, Chris Rock, you watch that. What do you think? How do you digest it? I am in the production business. I understand what is worth doing for ratings. I understand what is worth doing when the industry is canceling one black guy. I know what happens when they are going to elevate another and I know what happens when they don't care about either of them. This is how quarterbacking go. So the question is, hey, your quarterback just got sacked. Did we know we was spent to sack your quarterback? We absolutely did. It was a play, buddy. We've been rehearsing it, working it out, making sure that at some point when you get to this level, we can make sure we knock you from a $20 million man to putting in the news that people won't hire you no more and your career is done. Yeah. So you're saying it was a setup. Dollars, you can all that. You're saying it was. A I'm s- saying that everything that happens in a business that's based off of pretend that seems like a setup is. Everything that happens in a business. Benefits. Everything that happens yeah. in a business that seems that's based off of pretend that seems like a setup yes. is. Yes. 
What I'm saying is if Jesse Smollett and Lee Daniels for a living make stories that are not real and they make them so good that people believe them and buy them and that that's what business they're in. Why would you think it would be weird if they flipped out and said a story that turned out to not be true? Why? Why would we think that if they are capable of doing that for a living? That's what they do for a living. They do that 300 episodes is take something fictitious and make it seem real. That's the business. Why would you? I don't not think, understand that. But I don't think Will was pretending. There's not very many mistakes. I don't think Will, don't was, think pretending Will was pretending in that moment. Either, I thought he was having a nervous breakdown okay. in front of us. Well, here's the thing. Uh, for Will to be having a nervous breakdown for it to affect him like that, this is collaborative. So for when Will Smith speaks, Will Smith is not the giant that he is solely on the merits of Will Smith or his family. Um, There are 300 corporations that are a part of the Will Smith business operation. That is the $20 million a movie mega thing that Will Smith represents. And if you are the people that are in business with him, when you decide that you gonna do something, you can do it too. These circumstances are not um, we, we see him as, oh, this is live. He said something about his wife and then he got mad and jeopardized his career. And then the other guy had to decide what he was going to do with his career. And then he, no, we have to understand that these are two giants in our field if you're a black person. This is two guys, too big and too good to be involved in what they're in. That would make sense if it's me and Michael Blackson slapping each other. <laughs> Not, not, not Will Smith and Chris Rock. They, these are when two large boulders come together and you can't see Chris Rock winning at all. He's humiliated. If you were going to slap a comedian, he was the number one to slap. Head of the Coons. So slappable. And if you're going to slap him, you just need the greatest guy, the bestest guy, the one who's shown us him being on his best behavior since the 90s. That guy is the one that will have to slap him in order for the type of ratings we need and attention to be on this thing. See, what I'm saying is in business, nothing is coincidental or you will be hearing who's losing money. In all of these situations, it's only the artist that's losing. Somebody makes big money. When these rappers get killed, not incidental. Somebody made $100 million and now don't have to talk to that artist or none of their crew. Don't have to validate none of their contracts. Now only got to deal with the mama. Only got to see her once a year and it's over. And the money goes up and up and up. So they killed this $20 million guy, but they reached $60 million in benefits. Wow. And they had some people from your city do it. <laughs> wow. I'm saying there, there's the good side and the bad side of, of, of these businesses. And but think about what you just business. just think about what you just said. That's extremely thoughtful and powerful. It could only be what it was if it were those two. Those two, yes. Will Smith and Chris Rock. It could only be what it has been with yes. those particular, those two black men. 
if, if you put any other names together, um, the police are out on stage. They've cut to commercial. You didn't see what happened. By the time they come out, people have been removed. It goes on. It, in certain ways, things are handled when it's not intentional. When things go smoothly, but they seem chaotic, that means there was forethought and a plan. Somebody, even if it looks like, yeah, Jenny Jackson just had a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, there's no such thing. Correct. I don't care who you blame. I believe I believe that. I believe that. Somebody benefited. So in all of these situations, there's a business involved and there's real money involved. And somebody's benefiting from this thing that looks like, oh, that just happened. Nah, no way. No way. It, uh, it would be hard for a homeless guy to get into the Hollywood Bowl, let alone a homeless guy be able to rush the stage and actually. So you're saying same for Dave Chappelle and this random homeless person. I thought the Ma'am, same thing. I'm like, I'm how did he rush the stage? I've been to Hollywood Bowl. How do you rush the stage? Look. <laughs> this is the business we're in the business where make believe happens where the job is to have something that costs nine cents for us to make and we sell it for 4.99 to you for a good deal and it's okay that it costs us nine cents but in in the in this business the star is the commodity these are real people real lives when things you see things happening you don't have all of the information. The true tragedy is what Jada Pinkett Smith is having to go through in that scenario, considering if at most you can say maybe she disappointed Will. Other than that, she has upheld Black women, actresses. She, we've never been in embarrassed of Jada Pinkett Smith. She always worked hard for every role and worked hard in it. She always was willing to give us every... She's being successful through... She didn't get made by Will Smith. (laughs) Regardless of what you think about her relationship, that's not your relationship. I love for you talking about Jada, how people have tried to vilify her. Especially after her quote-unquote entanglement. I think it's so disrespectful. I, I, I think she has been nothing but class personified. And you know what I'm saying. Like, she could, as a black... No, no she's been more than that. More than that. She's been more than And that. I don't like how she's getting such a bad rap. Because I was like, this is, that's not what this is. When you... Um, go on. No, there is a business where they fiddle with the perception of the people. And that's part of the job. Back in the day, it used to be called propaganda. Now it's just called business. They don't say we got to smear the candidate. They smear them. Whoever made you is who is qualified to break you. That's the end of it. When they bought you and put you on that Fox show, it was because you were going to do this and only this. You'll never do that. As soon as you breach that, they done with you too. Facts. they had decided that they were finished with Will when he did After Earth with Jaden because there was no way they was going to let Jaden on because Jaden didn't have to do what you had to do to get in. We're not going to let you put Jaden and Will on. And from there, they've done what was necessary to take him from a $20 million movie right. to put him in a position where maybe it can appear he has a nervous breakdown and now is unemployable. 
And it's not racist. They did it with the white actors as well. They cut down Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt and all of them from $20 million movie people to left them out there to dry and restructured everything. This, this is business at its highest level. At its highest level. It just involves level. people's lives. And you can't understand that. So if someone's listening to you and, and doesn't have an understanding of, of a little small understanding of how this world works and how they build you to destroy you, they can't really get what you're saying, but it's real as hell. And I want to go back to yeah. what you said earlier about women and how important they are. And then you, and then you, and I appreciate you talking about how dope Jada is. I feel like, and it's not even feel, it's true. Women don't get the credit that they deserve, especially black women in a society. We, we sit here and we fight and we're on the front lines for a lot of things. And we're told all the things we're not. And you said she's more than class no, personified. Well, right, but there has to be responsibility taken as well, though. Sure. Um, yes, we're, yes, we're responsible. For no, 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 that's not what I mean. What I mean whatever women feel like they don't get credit for who were they supposed to get it from what do you mean you birthed you birthed us as a baby we don't get to be in charge of y'all mm. <laughs> so the expectation that we should be understanding what you are no 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 child is misconfused <laughs> misinformed or um, no, no child is wondering what the relationship is between me, child, and mama. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Every child instantly knows what that relationship is and what it means. But Kat, um, something happens between the time that you've given birth and you become an adult and you're indoctrinated by society and you feel like it's okay to, to, to repeal Roe versus Wade, right? Something happens right. in between in the society in which we live in that says that we don't matter. Yeah. We're given because it's a it's a it's a patriarchy. Right. Even yeah. although we are yeah. the Absolutely. giver of life, it's still a patriarchy. It's still male dominant. Yeah. Yes. Just because um, we're not equal. We're, we're not equal. <laughs> yeah, and we're, we're we superior. Keep, <laughs> we, we keep trying to put the sexes on equal footing and, and the sexes. Not can't ever be on equal footing unless a man produces life out of his penis. Correct. Other than that, it's never going to be equal footing. Now, in business, um, men were thought to be um, better in business and handling business and societal things because of how great the woman was and how vast her responsibility was before she ever left her home. So the woman had already done eight jobs already uh, at this place we lived. Um, this wasn't the great mother. This was all mothers. They had got up, got the kids together, did food, taking care of everybody. Ain't no money. She handling this. She's doing that. She got this. The house It's to the point where it, it would be like, why would I want a woman to work? She do so much. Like women shouldn't even be able to do nothing outside. She just, do this thing they do and make life enjoyable. And we, the guys, go out and do whatever the tough, ugly, dirty, nasty sex stuff is that makes money so that we can bring that home and enjoy bliss. 
at this house with this woman. That's what everything was set up for in the patriarchal system. It was respect first. It was we respected what the woman brought to the table so much that she shouldn't even be doing. Even in the religions where they cover a woman and they'd be like, that's so disrespectful to women. It's really not. Yeah, what well, I get it. it yeah. It's really because... It's really refusing to let you be objectified. Nobody can say she's fine as hell because they don't know. And because their religious book said that the devil came down and found you attractive and you fell for that. And in Adam and Eve, you had sex with the snake. And well, the women can't be trusted with the heart. Yeah, you talked about that last night. Yeah, I'm saying these are uncomfortable conversations. 100%. Stuff like it's it's no, 100%. No comedian, no comedian would pick these type of conversations to talk about in the first place. I could talk about having a bowel movement and be funny for 30 minutes, guaranteed. I could just talk about, hey, I went to the drive-thru and this took place. I could tell those type of stories with my time and be guaranteed to be funnier than all of the peers I have, but I'm trying to have, I'm trying to curate the most impossible conversation to have comedically. And I try to have it. So when it works well, it does. Um, When it doesn't, it doesn't, but we're all in this together. We all have shared experiences. There are only top eight type of people on the planet and everybody else is an alien. We live in a society where people don't believe in aliens, but they do believe in the angels and they do believe in God and they do believe that loved ones go to heaven and they do, but they don't. (laughs) Yeah. So it's at a time where the truth is still king. And um, sometimes you have to shame the populace into having in these conversations. If it take me for me saying something stupid, like a woman's vagina is a fax machine <laughs> for a conversation. To take. Um, you talk about uncom- uncomfortable conversations. You always have them. It takes a lot of courage to do that and not even courage. Sometimes it's just in you and you don't even know that it is what it is. I, I ask you, what do you need? This is, and I'll wrap with this because, or what, or where do you find your peace? You have, I can only imagine that your mind is going and you're aware and you observe and you see and you think and you're 10 steps ahead, if not 30 steps ahead. And you're having these conversations with sometimes could appear mere mortals who co- don't get it. Where do you find your peace? How do you turn off, if at all possible? I found... My whole life, all I wanted to do was be an explorer. I wanted to find out things. I found out that information and knowledge is free and that you cannot know something one second. And the very second that you know something, that's an extra thing that you know. And it's a commodity of gathering information. So I found out that a lot of times when we can't get something to work, it's because we're misunderstanding the directions. We understand the directions, but we're misunderstanding them. So if you follow religion, it says, um, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And then it goes on to tell you other things. But I found out that that first part is the actual instruction. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And that's the end. 
And so my piece is the fact that I don't want anything ever from anywhere, anybody, anything, any situation. I don't have any expectations of you, them, nobody. Are you a human? I don't have an expectation of you. I know how this goes. You can do whatever you want to do. I, I have no wants. I have no needs. Who I'm connected to gives me every single thing I have ever wanted. If I didn't get it, I found out I wasn't supposed to have it. So now I don't even want what I do want. I just know if I look at something too long, I'm going to have it. So when you have no wants and no needs, you can't be put in a desperate situation. You can't be pressed. You can't be under pressure. You can only have peace. And um, if, if someone is listening and you want to find peace, if you can find a body of water, however long you can hold your breath under, there is peace. So if you can only do 10 seconds, and you can give yourself 10 seconds of peace underwater, you will find that everything you need is within access of you. you. You do not need anyone to complete you in anything or any journey. You are complete. The journey of this life is finding out that you were complete the whole time, finding out that what you thought wasn't valuable was valuable, to find out the people that were being oppressed were our most prized jewel of all people to find out that all these people were held down and these they run everything the world is great because of them um, you open yourself up to that it's, it's important that you understand that whatever it is you're missing in your life right now as long as it's not money, because remember, money isn't real. It's just something that represents mm -hmm. something. So when it was cowie shells, it was. When it was paper, it was. When it was coins, it was. When it was rocks, it was. Now that it's Bitcoin and it's invisible, like it does, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is you think you're missing, you can access that. that. It is uh, uh, able to be accessed by humans, and you are human, and you are worthy, and it doesn't matter what it looks like. That is what makes living on this planet exciting. And it is that way. So there that's um that's how I get my peace. That's why it's not chaotic for me. I understand when I'm punching that your job is to try to punch me now. I understand exactly. the rhythm of it. Um, hey, man. I, punch you, I don't I don't celebrate because I understand that the punch is coming. And that's you know that's the nature of what it is. Yeah, I, I got taught that from being a parent because you can never be a perfect parent. You can just do the best you can and that's the end of that conversation. Yeah. Because so, you don't know. Thank you. You do your best not to, you know, and you're like, and that's all I have. I'm just yeah. figuring it out as we go. Right. That's all I have. Right. And, that's all and I have. understand that all, all of us are trying to be better than our parents. We don't even know what that means. It's right. different circumstances. <laughs> right. Like there are no rule books. Like, yeah. So, you know, when we understand that you can control every single thing that you can control, but you can't control nothing you can't control. And that's the beauty of it. There's nothing stopping great things from happening to you. That's why suicide is the only thing you cannot do. You can never take yourself out of the game. Don't worry. They'll cart your carcass off as soon as you expire. But we don't take ourselves out the game because as champions, we know the next game is the best game. That's it. We got to keep fighting. We got to keep moving. Back. I love it. And no, the punch is coming. 
That, by the way, was a word for me. Because look, they, you gonna punch up, they gonna punch back. Just be ready. Because it's coming. And that's the nature of the game. I, yeah, and that's I, whether you believe in Zen or Buddha or whatever. Whatever it is, whatever your religion is, I get it. Whoever you pray to, whoever yes, your yes. God is, the universe, Jesus, yes. whatever it is, yes. I totally, yes. I, I'm picking up what you're yes. putting down. Cat Williams, thank yes. you. Thanks. I've taken far too much of your time. I really appreciate you. I've been a fan and this has been enlightening and I, I do appreciate you. I do. You're a beautiful black I man. Thank you for giving it. me that. Thank you. And um, you are a righteous namesake for yourself. Hey. And um, I know that, I, I, you know, I, yeah, that I've said enough. But, okay. Um, it is okay. A I'll take, I'll and, take um, all of it. It's been a gift. Yeah, all I've of it been is in the conversation. Yeah. Just know how important you are to, I, I think, I don't think you understand how many people you represent. Like, understand it wasn't, it wasn't women that were happy to see you. Man, I love it. It was, it was, you know what I mean? Like we shouldn't, we shouldn't be cheated. Like we went through a whole 50 years where we weren't allowed to get our sports or information from somebody we thought was pretty. It <laughs> You're wasn't right even allowable. <laughs> you were correct. It wasn't even allowable. No. No, real it, talk. It had to be an old, heavy set, bald, raspy voice guy correct. for us to trust it. Correct. And so <laughs> when we evolved to the point where a supermodel and, and, and you and Jamel can come out, and that's yeah. that's everything. We appreciate receive it. you. We receive it. Thank you. Yeah. And you are you ain't lying. You had to look a certain way, and we we said no, thank you. I'll, I'll take I'll take something different. Um, Cat Williams are naked and just as naked and real and honest and educating and enlightening. I take it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for being naked with me. Just to recap. He was very clear about Chris Rock, one, being a coon, two, Jada Pinkett Smith is a hero, three, be your own boss, be willing to take chances. And when you are your own boss and when you are winning the way in which he wins, they won't celebrate it. They won't talk about it out loud. They will make you out to be a villain because it's intimidating and it's scary and you don't make people comfortable. He loves to embrace an uncomfortable conversation. You've listened to this podcast. If you're not trying to do uncomfortable, you cannot change the world. You may not agree with what he had to say, but I will tell you this. When you make people think about things differently, you're leaving an impact. I hope you all are doing that. Are we leaving an impact? This man came and he was completely naked. And he was so gracious and so kind to me and knew who I was. He's a smart man. There's something to be said for smart people. Not that many of them in the world. You may not agree what he has to say. That's fine. Being smart is a rare quality these days. Do you hear me? Rare quality. <sighs> Laysai. Thank y'all for listening. More Naked next week. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.